Hi, welcome to this episode of Coffee, Tea, God, and Me. Get cozy with a cup of coffee, or sip and savor some tea. Sit back and get ready. Ready to be real and raw. To be uplifted with lightness and laughter. Be prepared to dive deep into concerns about purpose and value, and uncover truths to guide you. Face a God who can help you live life to the full. Join me in drinking this episode's Cup of Conversation. Hey, Angela Therese here for another episode. And this episode was inspired by a scene in a movie that I just watched. It's one that was on Netflix. And I actually watched two movies this week based on dogs. Um, One was. Rescued by Ruby, which I highly recommend for a feel-good movie. And that's the story um, based on a, both of these based on true stories, actually. This one, literally the idea of an underdog uh, becoming a superhero, really basically. Um, a shelter dog becomes part of a canine search and rescue. Anyway, if you haven't watched it and you want something that's like a feel-good movie, And even more feel good, at least to me, because it's something based on a true story. And the other movie I watched, and this one is what I'm basing the movie off of. um, (laughs) Okay, let me say that again. The other movie I watched, and this is the one I'm basing this episode off of, um, the scene from this, Dog On, and another true story. This one about a dog who got lost in the Appalachian Trail area. And, uh, yeah, excellent story. Anyway, in that story, the movie Dog On, there's a scene where, um, so it's a dad and his son who are searching for the son's dog. And the dad is talking to some people who are trying to start a campfire unsuccessfully. So the dad grabs a stick and shows them how to find the right kind of stick that will burn. And he bends the first one, and it does not break because it's too wet. And he bends the second one, and it breaks because it's nice and dry. And he tells them that in order to start a fire, you need to have a stick that will break because then that shows it's dry enough to be kindling for a fire. And then he puts those in the campfire, and then lo and behold, it finally burns. So... Based on that idea that it has to be able to break, to burn, that is where this episode is coming from because I was like, aha, great spiritual truth analogy in there. And I mean, a lot of my episodes lately have been kind of this similar theme in a lot of ways because of uh, my season, but this puts a neat analogy to it. So I'll actually just call that the espresso shot thought right off the bat, that in order to burn, the stick that's used has to be able to be broken, and then it can start a fire. So what I'm using for the analogy is that in order to have passion and zeal and drive and a purpose and the ability to persevere and keep going, Or, well, to be able to, first off, start something 
and really have the passion to start something as well as continue to burn, you got to be broken first. Go through stuff and persevere, and then you'll have the character, the stamina to keep going. And I was actually reading this book recently called Leadership Pain, Classroom for Growth, and it's by Samuel Chand. And that idea is within the first chapter in this book. And it was funny, um, definitely not coincidence, that just before I started reading this, it had been recommended to me by someone who's been doing ministry for quite a while. And I was talking about what I've been going through when he recommended this book. Anyway, before I started reading it, I was just dwelling on things and asking God, like, why? Like, I kind of understand, but why? And God said that he had to break me. And he had to break my heart for what breaks his. And break me in the sense of, I need to be able to endure and persevere. Then I start reading this book, and right in the beginning of it, um, is the story of a guy who is just starting ministry, and a friend of his tells this newbie guy. So, okay, the guy who's a newbie to ministry has a friend who's been doing ministry for a while, and that friend who's been doing it for a while tells this guy who's the newbie that he has a promise for him, and the newbie is thinking, oh, great, this is going to be some really good thing, right? A good promise from God. Well, what he gets told is that God is going to break you. And I looked at that and I'm like, ha ha, God, ha, yep, yep, okay, <laughs> got it. And then it goes into his story and and it's it's a great book. I haven't gotten very far in it just because of being busy, but I highly recommend this book to anyone who's doing any sort of leadership or considering doing any sort of leadership, especially ministry-type leadership even if it's just leading a Bible study. It doesn't have to be on a major scale. Anyway, yeah, so being broken so you can burn and have passion. And you see this idea in Scripture all over the place, Um, and I'm thinking specifically of David that I'm going to bring up for this episode. And, well, David went through a whole lot. But the specific example from King David's life and what he went through. So before he actually got to be king, um, he went through a whole lot, even though he had a promise from God that he was anointed king. He had to go through a whole lot before he actually was king. And there was an instance, and this is in First Samuel chapter 30, and I'm not going to read it because it's there's this whole story, but you can look at it if you want the reference. Um, but basically, David and what he calls his mighty men, or what scripture calls his mighty men, were gone from their home base, their village. Um, And when they came back, they discovered that the entire place was burned, so everything is destroyed. And all of the wives and the children of these men were taken captive. Like, everything. They lost quite literally everything. And of course, they were completely heartbroken. And they turned on David. So David really lost everything. He had not only lost like this entire city he lived in, everything he owned, 
his family, but his own men turned on him because they were so upset about what happened and they blamed David for it. Because um, if they hadn't been off with David, this wouldn't have happened. So he's got nothing. And what does it say David does? It says, he strengthened himself in the Lord. Or some translations say he encouraged himself in the Lord. And then it says he inquired of the Lord. So he goes to God and asks him, um, asks God if he should go after the people that just destroyed his village and took his people. And he's told by God, yes. And he does. And then it, a little later on, there's a little story in there, but a little later on, it says David recovered all. So all of the family members that were taken captive were alive. They were just captive and they were taken back by David and his men. And he recovers everything. So I'm trying to think what I want to say with this. Um, also with this, so I know you have to be careful with with scripture to take what it says in context and what it's actually saying. But it is also true God can make it relevant for you. And there's this balance and um, I think it's called hermeneutics. I think it's called hermeneutics is like the study of scripture and how to study scripture. Um, and that's a whole thing that requires a lot of explanation and stuff that I won't go into because it would take way too long. And that's a whole series. But um, so there's the basic, you know, look at it as what happened, but take the principles from it. Um, this man, David, who had lost everything and who had this promise of being king and still had not seen it happened. And now he's got nothing, like really nothing and nobody. Like he's He's got nothing. Nothing but God, really, completely, totally. He's got nothing but God. He probably does get upset at God too. Um, but ultimately he goes to God for help and trusts in God. And you can look at the Psalms for more insight into David and his emotions and things that he worked through. There's a lot of Psalms written by David. And what does he ultimately do though? It his breaking actually ignites this passion in him that he's gonna just go after the Lord and go after what God has told him to go after and and in this case, um, going after what he just lost, and he gets a cover. Okay, let me say that. So what does the breaking that David went through do for him? It turns to burning in that it ignites in him passion to press into God. He gets strengthened by God himself, asks God what to do, and does it, and recovers everything. And continuing on after that, he does later end up being king and and sees God fulfill promises to him. Um, but time after time, you look at David's whole life and he just, all the breaking he goes through, he just, it's like, it's fuel for his fire to keep burning. And did he do everything perfectly? Absolutely not. Um, he was very much a human man who did not succeed in everything and unfortunately was not following God in every single way, which caused a lot of issues. But ultimately he did follow God and God refers to David as a man after his own heart, that is after God's own heart, and a man who accomplished many things because he was so broken but used that to keep burning. 
and keep going. And so in all that process of David being broken again and again, but using every instance as a reason to keep burning, and that's how he ultimately fulfilled the call of God on his life and lived an abundant, full, and rich life. And I'll call that the steep on it, actually. That uh, basically shifting your perspective and seeing the breaking as a continual process and opportunity for passion being sparked and not just sparked, but continually fueled so that you can be an actual fire, a source of warmth, a source of light, a source of comfort by allowing God to work in you and through what you're going through to fulfill his plans and purposes and not only be those things for other people that I just said, comfort, light, warmth, but having a full fire in your own life, so to speak, a rich, abundant life, in other words. And that, as usual, was like off the top of my head, and I was kind of slowly thinking it out. So I hope that made sense. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I'll wrap up with prayer as usual. Hmm. Thank you, God, that you are so amazing that you can turn brokenness into burning. You can take pain and make it into passion. And thank you, God, you are doing that for us even now. And... Holy Spirit, help us to let go and surrender the pain to you. Help us to let you carry it for us and with us. Help us to know that you mourn with us, but you also are calling us to keep going and to persevere, and you help us with that process. And thank you, Lord, that for every listener, you'll help them see what that process is for them, help them to go through that process with you. Thank you, God. You are a healing God. You are a comforter. You are a prince of peace. You are a counselor. You are mighty. And that's a promise from Scripture. So that is a truth we can cling to. And I plead the blood of Jesus over every listener. And thank you, God, for the good things that you've done and will continue to do. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coffee, Tea, God, and Me, and drinking it down to the last drop. I hope it gave you encouragement and insight to help you live a fuller life. Be sure to follow and share my podcast. And for updates and links to my social media resources, check out my website, coffeeteagodandme.com. Be blessed.